Prednisone's sweating my ass off, and I hate it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's good at that. Yeah. yeah. It's for my spots, because of my stress hives. Yay, mm. steroids. <sighs> so I'm on, like, a cocktail of, like, six different freaking pills. Right. I'm just hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sweaty. Uh, I mean, could be, could be worse. Could be early menopause. All right. Right. But then you'd never have to worry about that time of the month ever again. Yeah. Personally, I'm not too worried about us. Yeah. Like, not stressing over it, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I mean, pretty good to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we, we have been since Perfect. you got here. <laughs> when I got here or when you were able to open the door? Uh, <sighs> just after I was able to open the door. I apologize for that. There is a candle in the bathroom. It's a thing. Anyway. <laughs> we ready for the second installment? Let's do this. Oh, God, I'm going to die. Hi, kids. It's Candy Coated Razor Blades. I'm your host, Bob. And I did not like this dinner party. And here are my co Arcy and Stephanie, please introduce yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Arcy, and there is just a bunch that happened in this one that I did not see coming. <laughs> and I'm Stephanie, and I I'm doing this one because I, I think this is my favorite of the three. Okay. So we are talking Hell House LLC 2 this week because we're doing a trilogy. For the first time ever like we've talked about sequels without talking about the first one before it's mm-hmm. nuts so now we're just doing all three of these things in a row so rc is getting another pick next week oh, okay. so spoiler alert doing three. <laughs> and i am going to sit on the couch and try and watch that movie and not just curl up and die of boredom it'll be fine so stephanie has the details on this one this week fill me in yes so it is the same uh director writer etc stephen cognetti um the cast i'm just gonna jump right in here because i have written a lot of stuff (laughs) um so the i'm just i'm sorry i'm sorry that i'm hesitating i'm just blown away that this is the same person I'm looking at right now. Mm. Um, Mitchell Cavanaugh is played by a dude named Vasile Fluter. Let me see. That's Mitchell. What? That's Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, wow. I like him uh, better a beard with does hair. everything I, yeah. for him. I mean, yes. he's still handsome. Yeah. He's handsome, but he looks very, like, okay. I guess I'm looking at it from like a casting director point of view. If that came across my desk, I would not hire him for anything involving a positive outcome for the character. Right. Some sort of villain, some mm. sort of henchman, something <laughs> evil. He looks yeah. just he, he looks like he would not be fun to be around yeah. as a person in that picture. In that picture, yes. Um yeah. but then you see him in Hell House and he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's totally fine. <laughs> so like what and why did you pick this picture of yourself? Um anyway, 
Jillian Gertz is Jessica Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy Schatz is Molly Reynolds. Uh, Dustin Austin is David Morris, the cameraman for them. Uh, Brian David Tracy is Arnold Tasselman. Uh, Kyle Engelman is the psychic Brock Davies. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda K. Morales is Susie McCombs. That's the um, uh, reporter for Morning Mysteries, the interview right. sections. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I might as well just say uh, Laura Frenzer is Wendy Mallet, who is the mother that we see at the beginning talking about her mm. son Jackson, played right. by Tom Sibley. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's basically the original Hell House crew listed here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Okay. Um, so they jump right in. With a foot with a frame saying footage collected over two years, and the edits and narrative presented are Mr. Wins alone and do not reflect the beliefs of Win Media Group, which is, I think, the first time that we hear the name uh, Win in Win Media Group, right? So that comes into play later, okay? But for the next episode, just remember that name, got it. Um so we jump in with Wendy, who's mm-hmm. talking about her son Jackson Mallet. Right. Um, he went missing. They can't find him, but that doesn't mean that Wendy has not heard from him. She gets texts from inside the Abaddon Hotel. She had it tracked, mm-hmm. asking to come because they are all in the dining room. They have no eyes. They have no eyes. They have no eyes. And she gets this shit in the middle of the night. Right. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Nobody likes Where's my son? I don't know where my son is. Oh, where is my son? 1.30 in the morning. Come to the Abaddon. They have no eyes. Hmm. I would have... I love that, frankly. That I mean, like blows ugh. my mind. The, the, the beginning parts of this movie are like hands down some of the scariest things that I could ever imagine just encountering in real yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Like this thing... There's the next thing with the teenager, which I'll let you get into. Mm-hmm. But right. I'm just like, I can just imagine just coming across these things on the internet and just being like, oh, no. No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I feel like I get, okay. So I was one of the people that early, early on fell for the paranormal activity thing yeah. and got real scared. Mm-hmm. You know, how they made it seem like it was real. Yeah. Yeah. I like a part of my rational brain was like, there's no way this is real. And they would put this out in a movie. Right. But they were so good (laughs) at releasing it. Like it was real. Mm -hmm. And it got me, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And this is, it's this kind of shit that would make me. (laughs) Absolutely. Like Like fucking Antrim. Like Antrim. (laughs) (laughs) We found a, we found a review of somebody who is on board with what we saw. <laughs> so like, it looked like some sort of evil occult shit. And right? I'm like, yes! <laughs> you get it? Thank you. Because <laughs> everyone was way too okay when they left that movie. <clears throat> okay, so back here. Uh, let's see. Um, there was also last moments of Jackson on his phone that her husband watched, but she couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see it, though. And... Here's a here's a mega issue I have with the movie. I'm not saying it's my favorite of the three, probably, but it's not. It's still not a great movie. Um, this boy has to be the same age as the mom. 
oh, yeah. not older. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. She. I'm looking at like. Unless he aged real hard. Real I mean, hard. In, real fast. Inside that hotel, if I was in that situation, I would age real hard, real fast too. It's fair. Yeah, I'm not, not necessarily to, you know, defending this, right? Because I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, looking at what he was going through, I can rationalize it as he's just going through a ton of shit constantly forever but his hair turned white forever <laughs> but yeah i like i mean i see wendy she's like maybe 30 mm-hmm. you know i'm thinking i'm gonna see maybe a 12 year old maybe mid 40s okay yeah maybe we, can, we can push it there we can push but it so there. is he yeah. exactly <laughs> Like the, see, like the youngest, the youngest that kid is is like my age and is thirty. Yeah. Right, like the youngest. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like somebody got pregnant real early. Yeah, oh, man. Fuck. Like, uh, like did someone I mean, I drop out anything. last minute? Is this like <laughs> some like Stephen Cognetti's friend? Right. Called up. This dude dropped out. Will you come do this for me? Like I, mean, I don't know is- how that got. Cast this is way. not like the intentional casting that we got in Puppet Killer, which no. seriously, <laughs> when it comes out, oh, we will wait. review that shit. Oh my god, so Puppet good. Killer was fucking I amazing. I have to own Puppet Killer. I do. I do. I do. Lisa, you know us. Send us copies. It's fine. It's all good. It's all good. We love oh you. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, please yeah. continue um, before I have to just kill casting for this. Yeah. So um. We see him running around the house. We see people in black robes in the dining room behind him. And when he goes down to the basement, because... That's where you would go. That's yeah. where you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, you see... Let's see, behind him in the cellar before cutting out. And Wendy mentions then an email she recovered, mm-hmm. received, excuse me, with a video of 2C, the Sarah's room. Right. That's just why I call 2C is Sarah's room. That's fine. Uh-huh. Um, where all you can hear is Jackson screaming and the fucking piano theme. Right. It's not cool. No. It's not all right. No. And like, I mean, I, I like I cannot grasp what would happen to me if I did have a child and then all this shit went down. Right. And I got all these texts and videos and audio. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do with myself. Right. I probably would off myself. I can tell you exactly <laughs> what I would do. I would immediately go full on Van Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> like I I would but, I would but sequester Abraham or Agatha? Agatha. Okay. I would <laughs> I would sequester myself in some weird old library where the shelves constantly change for like <laughs> Two years, and then, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. honestly goals, right? But and then I would come out <laughs> even more eccentric than I am now, right? And hunt a building. Your mm. beard would be glorious. It though. would be glorious. Be like down to your junk, glorious. Yeah, all ZZ top and shit. Straight Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> 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 Much like that fucking teenager that yeah. showed up. And got killed in yeah, the Avenue Hotel. Yeah, lots of five o'clock shadow on that Oh, kid. my fucking head. That was not a child. <sighs> it was not a child. That was a full-grown man. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like... Who did have a weirdly high voice, though. Yeah, yes. but... The voice pitch was right. The rest wasn't. Still but... inching toward midlife crisis mobile and dating the secretary. That's, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, let's not get that a ra- your performance was not amazing. You, it was. It was. It was. It was very good. It was good. However, you are still in your mid mid to late thirties. Yeah, I'm. I'm not auditioning not for Little Red and Into the Woods anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I'm 37. Right. So, um, okay. So uh, you hear the piano theme playing, and that flips her the fuck out mm-hmm. because. She remembers a video that she shot of her children when they were kids from 1997, where Jackson seems to have slept, sleepwalked down the stairs to the dining room with his keyboard to play this song. So in 1997, Jackson was playing this song. Mm-hmm. And then he says, the hotel opens in 2009. Tell everyone. Hmm. All the lights go out. Hmm. <laughs> and then when the You're going to throw the whole child away. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going up for adoption now. Thanks. Thanks. This one's defective. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the lights come back on. And Kid Jackson just looks at his mom and is like, oh, I wasn't saying anything. He doesn't remember ever doing that. Right. Um, so that's the end of that. And... I wish it came back a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I personally, like, if they do the TV show, the Abaddon tapes, mm-hmm. I personally would like a mallet episode. Because that couldn't have been the only weird thing. Exactly. I think hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's an interesting side story um, that could fill a 30 or 60 minute episode of, like, why was Jackson singled out in 97? Why was he older than the youngest and the only would, one in bed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? It just I like I think all they of, did say he didn't feel good. Oh, yeah, true. yeah. I could do it. Um, but yeah, you know, like it just—it's a great little, great little snippet that I just would love to see expounded on. Yeah, I, I think that for the context of this movie, like it was the right length. Yes. Mm. But yeah, it could definitely. Yeah. T- to be fair, there's two things that disturb me about this. One, the age of that child, um, in the older, actually in the hotel stuff. Yeah. And two, what's my bachelor name? Is it Mallet? It is. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> it's the only thing that book. It's spelled wrong in the movie, but my bachelor name <laughs> is Mallet, not Green. So. No, there's um, um non sequitur. In the new season of Sabrina, they say this dude's name, uh, like Robert Robertson, he's in like the na- like the book of the beast or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in one of the groups on Facebook that I'm in, this chick is like, my husband's name's Robert Robertson, and now he refuses to watch any more Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, nope, never watching it again. Sorry. <laughs> it bugs me only because Mallet is not a common last name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool you chose a non-common last name i get that that's awesome but did it have to be mine (laughs) anyway um okay so that's the end of the mallet story uh Uh, we then begin focus on morning mysteries so morning mysteries is like a morning tv show but it's based on true crime sounds like Mm -hmm. which you know it's a niche market (laughs) I, i can't personally think of a morning show that focuses on murder but um, so Morning Mysteries is going and it becomes the framework for this actual film, Hell House 2 here. Right. Um, so it's a morning news program hosted by Susie McCombs. 
featuring a member of local government, Arnold Tasselman, uh, a documentarian, Mitchell Cavanaugh, who knew Diane from the uh, first movie. Mm-hmm. He was the one who stayed behind to yes. catalog yeah. the footage. Yes. Right. Um, and Brock Davies, a psychic. And none of them are really friends. No. None of no, them are really particularly all. fans of the other. No. Um, so then we see Molly and Jessica, who are two vice-style journalists, like bloggy journalists. I get the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like That just happened to be filming their interaction that we first see. Well, she mentions at some point that, like, that's their hook, is that they're yeah, always that recording. Yeah, they do Oh, uh, okay. And so it's like this kind of bloggy, vloggy journalism site. It's, right. It is a consistent thing. Okay. Like, yeah. they, they are really consistent with that. Like, there's a scene later where I think it's Mitchell is like, yeah, I'll talk about this, but not on camera. Or, oh, if something bad happens in the hotel, drop the camera and run. Right, and I do remember She's that. like, uh, no. Yeah, not how do we do that. things here. Right. <laughs> and then the camera does I, at, at one point becomes useful because it's the only light source. Yeah. yeah. So they have to have it on. So, of course, students probably might as well record. Right. Um, so they're interested in Hell House, or rather Jessica is. I don't think Molly gives a fuck. No. Nope. Um, and they're watching, and Jessica decides to reach out to Kavanaugh. Uh, Tasselman continues to counter that the hotel is fine, despite the missing crew, the missing reporters. And missing teens. Hmm. They constantly pile up, and the cop cards monitoring the property 24-7. We then jump to a chilling live stream of one teen entering and going to the basement, where we see an unmoving pair of legs for hours, Hmm. until the phone battery runs out hours later. Mm -hmm. Um, You wanted to say something about the teen. It's it's that whole scene. I find... Particularly terrifying. Oh, it's terrible. Um, be, like, a lot of my horror pedigree, is how I'm going to choose to say this, um, came from a lot of the early era of creepypastas. Mm-hmm. And I can just see this being one. Oh, yeah. for sure. And just, no. Just, no. no, thank you. Like, this is one where I'd be like, no, this is real. I'm out. Like, I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay, thanks. Bye. I'm, yeah. I, I am done. Oh, yeah. No, that is definitely one of the, the most chilling moments in the movie. And then she's like, yeah, the camera angle didn't change. Nothing Until changed. Until the battery died. For hours. Yeah. Just staring at those legs. Mm-hmm. So what the what the fuck is happening on the other side? Of the <laughs> I can't. Okay. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the the last words that the teen says is "I'm sorry, I'll go now." Yeah, and then it just right. freezes. <laughs> right, nothing. I mean, I'd I'd be more concerned about that back door opening by itself to let him in, but that's just me, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, the the uh, length on the stair and the the standing there for the, hours. And yeah, the doing fact that creepy, creepy, nothing yeah. changes after that for like eight hours or whatever. Mm. Um, that just oh god, that's so creepy. Right. Also, can we talk about what cell phone can live stream for eight continuous hours? Like, I just, I want to talk about that. If that's all know. it's doing, my phone could probably do it. I don't agree. <laughs> my phone can literally record video for a few hours. Record video is not the same as constantly broadcasting video eh, across true. the internet. 
True. There's that. I don't know, but my phone is pretty hefty when it comes to that. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I will say. I think the creepiest moments, most of the most of the creepy moments are actually these asides. Yes. Yeah. These other instances of evidence that are not part of the plot. I will definitely say that in both instances, the first one and this one. I yeah. still have not watched the third yet because mm-hmm. I'm dreading it. But it is not as good. Yeah. But no, when we're talking about the asides, we're talking about the incidental people that come in when we're talking about, I'm sure this next piece that's coming up with the hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things are your standard creepy yeah. urban legend horror story and i live for them and they're wonderful Mm -hmm. it's the rest of the found footage movie that i do not like Mm -hmm. there is there is one that's never talked about Mm -hmm. and i'm going to bring it up but it's not until much later in the movie okay Mm -hmm. okay um so let's see here all right so then we get jessica talking jessica loves to talk she never likes to shut the fuck up (laughs) Um, I will say before anything, and um, Jessica is the most annoying character, I think, in the entire trilogy. Um, Oh, you're fine. (laughs) Um, I think she is the most annoying and obnoxious and deserves to die the most. Um, Molly is probably second most annoying, but she's getting shoved into a situation that she doesn't want to be in. Yeah, right. She, she a plays that in a very round well. Hole. Yeah, yes. Correct. Absolutely. This is not where I want to be. This is not my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I just want to be home watching Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Jessica says Tully based the hotel on H.H. Holmes's murder castle. That's why it's such a maze inside and people have such a hard time getting in and out of it. Right. She gets hold of Kavanaugh and informs him that she thinks she has evidence of Tully's satanic suicide cult buried in the deep freeze in the basement and lets him in on her plan to go in and find it like a dumbass. <laughs> um, you know, I guess she's thinking safety in numbers, but the massacre happens with 150 people in the house. Yeah. So yep, that's stupid bitch. Yeah, she's not great. Um, During this, we see more footage of more numbskulls entering the hotel, Mm -hmm. um, including a sweet little couple returning from a fashion show who pick up a creepy hitchhiker who says she's checked into the Abaddon. And when they run inside after her, they see that it's boarded up. Mm -hmm. Uh, She matches the description of one of the missing people from the Hell House tragedy. They are probably the smartest out of everybody. Yeah, because they get the hell out. Well, they, that is unclear. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they do. Honestly, no. that's my. Job. I think that they tried. They tried. They were like, "Hey, girl, like, you're dumb. Right. We should go." Yeah. Oh God, run! Right, like, okay, <laughs> let's pick up this poor girl on the side of the road. <clears throat> right. Okay, clearly there's something wrong with her. Let's just get her home. Okay, now she's running into an abandoned building. She's going to hurt herself. We need to stop her. Shit, now we're in this building, and there's some shit and some things that we do not appreciate. (laughs) And we're going to get the fuck out. Right. I mean, the ghost hitchhiker is a 
standard right. oh, yeah. urban legend. Standard yes. urban legend. So I like the way they work that in here, though. It's, it's also the first note. It's also the first uh, evidence of somebody from Hell House. Well, no, because Sarah was at the hotel. Yeah. So, but it, it further amplifies the fact that these ghosts can go off property. Yeah. Well, she was, Sarah went to go see the previous crew right. in another hotel That's and what I told saying. them yeah. my room is 2C. Right. And then they checked at that hotel right. and right. said, she's not there. There is no room 2C. We don't have right. letters on our room numbers. And that's when they found 2C at the yeah. Abaddon. Yep. Um, so let's see here. So we catch up with the new documentary crew at a local diner in Abaddon. And Jess and Kavanaugh discuss Sarah Havel and the fact that Brock the Psychic is coming. Um, Kavanaugh tries to impress the fact that this is fucking dangerous. And he doesn't think this is Basically stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a stupid plan. It's a stupid thing. Um, It's a lot of stupid in one box. His whole motivation at this point is trying to find out exactly what happened to Diane. Yes. Which... Personally, they never say it, but I think he had a thing for Diane. Oh, yeah. Serious thing for Diane. Oh, yeah. And maybe they were dating, maybe they weren't. But right. It's never really talked about. weird sitcom Murphy Brown thing. No one knows. Yeah. Um, so, it is now exactly two years since the Hell House Massacre. This is, this is another yeah. stupid-ass thing. Mm-hmm. Fucking white people. Right. Fucking White people. Can you just avoid haunting anniversaries? It just for like, real. Legit. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just beside myself. There are some anniversaries you don't want to celebrate, kids. You don't. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. Um. So it's been exactly two years since the massacre that they decide to break into this fucker. I can't believe that Kavanaugh even agrees to go on this day. Yeah. Um, Molly, who's not really been on board with this since day one, is allowed to stay behind with a walkie-talkie as lookout. Smart. Mm-hmm. Reasonable. No, Leave coming. a witness. Yeah. Yes. You guys need to get out. Somebody knows we're here. Let's get going. I've got the motor running. You right. know what I mean? Um, which would probably be my personal um, role. Yeah. Can I in please the be the getaway driver? Yes. yes. Um, Brock shows up with his crewman. Ugh. Pompous as always. The, I hate him. The hotel wants to be heard. I hate him so much. See, people like that, and the whole Dion Warwick thing, and the fucking Miss Cleo thing, and... Call me now! Yeah, <laughs> fake fucking psychics. Stop. Please, I, I, everyone knows, especially when you're acting like this Brock douche, you're in it for the money. You're in it to fleece people. Stop it. He's in it for two things. Yeah. One, money. Obviously, mm. yes. Right. Two, because he's fucking the shit out of his cameraman. Oh, no yeah. No one will ever convince me right. otherwise. Oh, no, oh yeah. Totally is. Uh-huh. Totally is. Huh. Um, I mean, he wasn't unattractive, but still, no. Physically, sure. Right. Everything else, disagree. Sleaze <laughs> ball. Sleaze so, ball. let's see. That makes Jess, uh, Kavanaugh, David the crewman... Then Brock and his crewmen. So mm-hmm. that's five going into the house, correct? Currently. Currently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got five people going into the house right now. 
So as soon as we enter the house, the movie smash cuts to Jessica in an interrogation room looking fucked off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Looking like shit. Right. She had a bad time. A bad, bad time. Yeah. She got beat in the face. Yes. Not in a good way. Yeah, she's looking fucked off. Yep. And it's been five days. Mm. Um, she can't speak. She's only capable of gasping and screaming. Hmm. So she was like me three or four days ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, assuming lots of trauma. Yeah. Lots of trauma. <laughs> lots of trauma. Um, she was found wandering the road in this state. Hmm. We cut back now to Brock, the douche elite, and <laughs> Jess's team investigating. Um, they split off pretty quickly uh, because I don't think either of them, either group wants to be around the other one. Right. Um, Jess and crew see Est Aperta Porta scrawled on the wall. Mm-hmm. And Sarah's eight-year-old bloodstains on the floor. Hmm. And they just walk by that. Yeah. I don't know if I could walk, just walk by that. Um, I mean, most people wouldn't. Most people are like, oh, my God, is that blood? Oh, my God. They're just like, yeah. what's that stain? Blood. And then oh. and then uh, Jessica goes, Sarah. And Mitchell <laughs> just kind of stares. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, Brock goes straight for the dining room. I mean, at least he, he gets himself taken care of pretty quickly, I guess. <laughs> yeah the the brock scene as much as i hate him and mm. i do yeah uh the brock scene i really enjoy yes. not because he dies not not because he dies but not because he <laughs> dies um but it it shows what i really like about this trilogy where mm-hmm. uh the cameraman is kind of panning back and forth mm-hmm. and then things are changing impossibly fast yeah i yeah. think it's really well yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he begins his gobbledygook and <laughs> the, <laughs> the room is littered with broken furniture and mannequins. Mm-hmm. Already first, a bad time. Already right. a bad fucking time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mannequins by themselves are just fucking creepy. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so the first thing to happen <laughs> is cameraman pans over next to his own head. Yeah. His, I would say that the first one is at least like 12 inches it's from his real head. close mm-hmm. it's real close um you would have noticed when you walked in boo mm-hmm. um nooses a pair of nooses <laughs> there's two living people in the room and two nooses appear right um they go did you see that when we came in did you was that uh, was that there uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh no i'm gonna write a ouija board on table and chuck <sighs> um yeah there's a lot yeah. Yeah. They appear in midair. And then Jess and them go to the basement where we see black and white clown and his cronies on the floor. Hmm. Yep. And now I'm just going to segue real quick because I don't think I said this last week when we got on our <laughs> soapbox. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if I did. I Is it don't, don't dress like juggalos? No. Mm, yeah. But don't. What were you going to say? Those, those panda paper peel-off masks make you look like a juggalo, sorry. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they do. I never thought about that. Oh, damn. Awful. What Fuck were you, you going to say before I interrupted you? I was going to say... <coughs> pardon me. Hmm. As an artist, <coughs> uh, I don't understand the blend 
of pentagrams and clowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just me being a stickler, I guess, for a haunt uh, design and construction. I need, you, you don't have to have a through line storyline. Sure. You know? But, but inside like of a, a room. In a, in a room. room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why are we having a satanic ritual on this side? Maybe the fourth one will determine why the clowns are demonic. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Please let there not be a fourth one. I don't think they're planning on a fourth one. No. I think they just, they're pushing for the TV show. Um, so that that's just always bugged me. Mm -hmm. Like, in the first one, they're like, well, let's put somebody down here, big heavy guy, you know, to defend her. Right. Why is it a clown though? Why don't you put like a dude in a leather harness or put him in a robe? Or some kind or of executioner. Yeah, right. executioner or something to match a pentagram sacrifice. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. The idea of I'm, the idea of a satanic sacrifice of anybody uh, and and the, the necessity of clowns <laughs> as witnesses is terrifying, but because of <laughs> a completely different... Terrifying strange, however. Because <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. I don't understand no. it. I've, mm, mm. It's like, did somebody just like watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space and have it stick? Which, by the way, is my next pick. Sweet. <laughs> lots of people, lot, lots of people, Killer Clowns did stick. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I love Killer Clowns. It's a sticky movie. It, yeah. Oh, all that cotton candy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just. But uh, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I understand that they need, they you know, and I, I'm not saying clowns don't have their place in a, in a haunt. I'm just saying like the mash of that since day one has bugged me um so okay anyway that's that's my tirade okay uh we're back to brock brock is going full blast in the dining room with a basic yes nor we yes no ouija board scrawled on the table in chalk hmm. as the planchette moves and the camera pans now first off brock is full of shit brock is full of shit we all know he's full of shit this has to be the first time <laughs> that something paranormal has actually happened to him. And he is not reacting to that planchette at all. Yeah. He is fully just like, I am a psychic and this is me. Like, mm, just yeah. having his moment. Right? Yeah. A star is born. Um, uh, like, this is the first time I've been able to do this without a magnet. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck like, off, Dion. Yeah. <laughs> the cameraman picks up pretty quick. He's just like, I don't like anything about what's happening around <laughs> us right now. <laughs> okay. So as the planchette moves and the camera pans, you see one of the mannequins look at the camera. Then the next pass, she's standing. That's when they finally decide hmm. to GTFO. But she cuts them off magically at the hallway because she's a goddamn ghost, motherfuckers. <laughs> so in the first couple pans before we have cut back to Brock, that mannequin isn't even there. Right. No, she is. I don't think that she is. Okay. In, in, in the before. Okay. Um, like We're not talking about the one in the weird pleated shirt, are we? The white. Yeah. White nightgown, dark curly hair. Okay, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's her. Okay, same one. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think in before we go and we see the clowns again, I don't think she's there. I think okay. that she's there when we come back. And then obviously when she Got turns. Right. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. 
But yeah. That's exactly the kind of thing that this movie would do. Yeah. 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 This is all reminding me of an American Dad episode I just watched, by the way, that I'll tell you after the episode. <laughs> I'm excited it, it fucked I love me that up. Show. It fucked me up. An American Dad episode fucked me up. Oh my god. Huh. Yes. Um, and Chris Pine was the voice of the creepy part of it. And I found that after the fact. And I said, how the fuck is that even possible? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, let's see. You, uh, they get cut off in the hall. Uh-huh. We then get another frame saying, when media group mentions it cannot identify the anomaly and that men, and men remain missing. <laughs> Which is funny because they don't. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> they don't remain missing. They don't, they don't remain missing. They don't at all. Um, they, they remain missing for a few more shots. Oh, well, maybe after that they disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the bodies disappeared after that. It is mm. mentioned in the third one. It is mentioned in the third one. Um, so I just I love the little wind meeting. <laughs> oh, oh my god, those are funny to me. Okay. I watched Antrim in its entirety. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> god damn it. Okay. Um. Jess's crew found the tapes that they were looking for in the freezer, um, but are interrupted by Molly frantically calling for them because according to her, they asked her over the walkie to enter the house. No one called her, but she swears it was David vo David's voice. So Kavanaugh immediately pulls the plug. We're done. We're out. Yeah, best um, decision in the movie. Yes. I, he, he he stuck to his guns, man. He was like, if something weird happens, we're getting the fuck out. Like, that. that is my one caveat. Like, that's it. Yep. <laughs> I yep. don't want to be going in there anyway, but I can't resist the fact that you might have evidence. So if anything weird happens, we are done. Yes. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and, and one thing I want to mention about Molly coming in um, that you're probably going to talk about shortly. Uh, she comes in through the front door. Yes. They never went in through the front door. Yeah. Right. Kavanaugh made it a point. To, like, he, he, like, specifically, like, we need to go through this back door mm -hmm. for, you know, like, cops can't see us, but also, I'm not going through that front door. Right. Period. Um, so, the door was open for her, and now it is locked. Um, so, Kavanaugh immediately pulls a plug. Uh, they start to get out of the, the house, but they s walk by the dining room and see the hanged bodies of Brock and his cameraman in the aforementioned nooses. Hmm. Uh, they find the exit, but Black and White is now standing there in front of it. Right. The door is open. The door is wide open. Yeah. You just got to walk by Black and White. And they say, Oreo. I'm going to call say, Oreo. And this is important, that it's just a mannequin and it cannot move. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Yep. It's and just a mannequin. Never mind the fact that it got there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's there now. Yeah. Uh, we just need to walk by it. Mm-hmm. Um, when they approach, Oreo looks at them. Mm. Uh, his arm comes down and the door slams shut like a motherfucker. You all right? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they retreat upstairs. I can't, you know, I can't get mad if the exits are blocked off going upstairs. So I, I can't get mad at it. In the Abaddon Well, Hotel, they did specifically say there's a way to get to the balcony. Yes. Yeah. I was going to, that's where I was going. Yeah. Is that upstairs makes sense because there is that balcony yeah. and it's not high up. You could jump off. It'll yeah. kind of hurt. It'll kind of, you, can you keep might running. break a leg or an arm, but right, you'll but survive it. Yeah. Right. 
I don't even think you'd break a leg at that high unless you landed hilariously. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. They head upstairs. They think about 2C for a minute, but it can't open. And also everyone's like, isn't that the bad room? Let's not go in the bad room. Let's not do that. <laughs> That's, That's the one that we explicitly know. <laughs> yes. It's the bad room. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they are thrown into what seems like an active haunt. All of a sudden, all the lights are on. The strobes are going. Right. It looks like a haunted attraction again. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's complete with dining room girl following them. Mm. Um, the blink. The blink. Uh, right. The blink. <laughs> oh God! It's like mm. that. That actor deserves some kind of award because they're walking through. Effectively, it's a chain link maze at where yeah. they are. Yeah. And they come around a corner and you just see dining room girl, who you know is real, perfectly still yep. for a surprisingly long time in that shot. Mm-hmm. And then she blinks. <laughs> yeah, and that's the end of it. <laughs> um, yep. So they haul ass down the hallway with her behind them and they barricade, barricade themselves in another bedroom. Right. All right. We now return to the morning mystery show. Where they're hypothesizing on Alex, the original showrunner of Hell House, regarding his mental state and various reasons why he may have chosen the Abaddon in the first place. Um, we then find out Jess was tipped off on Hell House by an anonymous transcript sent to her. Ding, ding, ding. Red flag, red flag. Um, let's see. Most definitely by the house itself, I wrote, uh, to get them there. They try, they now are now back in the bedroom and are trying different channels on the walkie. And a man finally <laughs> responds saying, oh, we have you checked in for October 8th. <coughs> um, and then his voice goes demonic and they drop the walkie and of course. they cry. Um, David the crewman, God damn it. Bless his heart. He's still doing his job going through those fucking tapes. <coughs> he is. Um, and he finds tape of Alex Six months before they, the crew, their crew went to Hell House. I'm having a very intense conversation with a man somewhere off camera. Everybody goes from being terrified for their lives to huddled around this camera like crack addicts. Right. Meanwhile, Molly is still in reality and not giving a shit. Right. <laughs> I want out. Everybody else is looking at the camera and she is still dancing with the stars. Yes. And none of you get to contact me for you a don't week. Get to call me. <laughs> no emails. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I just like as an, as um, as annoying as Molly is to me at, at points. Mm. I think it's because she, she's just fucking scared and doesn't want to be fucking doing this. <laughs> right. Like she just like cut. she's kind of strong armed into it. Yes. Like she just. Mm. Jess just twists her arm behind her back and is like, you're coming with me and doing this. Right. And also your boyfriend's in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and your boyfriend's going to come with me. Um, so in the video, Alex reveals that Hell, the Hell House Company is in the red because he invested on it wrong. As the man off camera mocks and goads him, he offers Alex the hotel for Hell House that coming season. All you see of him are his hands. Mm-hmm. We go back to Jess's interrogation room. She babbles about all the blood for a second before becoming deadly calm. 
We then go back to Molly saying if they make it out, she wants a week without contact from anyone. Mm -hmm. So she can binge. <clears throat> so you think you can dance. She is then abducted when the lights go out. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, and you see uh, when the lights come back on, mannequin girl poking her head out around the corner. This is the one I wanted to talk okay. about. Yeah. So this is never even mentioned. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> this never. This is legitimately about. the first time I ever noticed it. Really? Yes. Oh, I, I noticed it, it immediately because I don't think it's mannequin girl. I think it's somebody else because the face is just different enough. It's hard to tell because it's far away, but it's way more white. Okay. I, I mean, mm. like, I mean, like clown white. Oh. Okay. Mm. I think it's something else. Oh, God. I don't Maybe know hell what. is just turning them into clowns. Maybe that's what demons are. Maybe. Demons. No, but some of them get <laughs> some of them get fun masquerade masks. Some of them do. do. Yeah. Um, hmm. but yeah, so, so this one is never like, no one ever sees it. No, no one it's, ever talks about it's it. It's just there. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, hi. 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 And then uh, like, it just kind of slowly <laughs> goes back yeah. behind the corner. <laughs> and it's like, no, none of this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit, man. Oh, I should have left there for a minute. So. <laughs> um, let's see. So there's a note left on the door saying, Lovely Molly is in the basement with her friends. Oh, that was a good movie. That, that was, was a, a good, good movie. movie. Yeah. I love Lovely Molly. I'm sorry I ruined Andy. Oh, uh, well, yeah, it did. Really did. I mean, it kind of ruined all of us in some yeah. way. Pardon me. You're, you're, it's all right. <laughs> um, okay. So they go to the basement and sure enough, poor lovely Molly, who didn't want any of this bullshit. Right. Is in Oreo's lap. Yeah. Getting cuddles. Getting serious cuddles. There's a, a knife, knife involved, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who hasn't been there? Right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, Yep, knife to her throat. And as they try to wrestle her out of the clown's arms. So imagine waking up. She is passed the fuck out. Yeah, by the she way. is, yeah, mm -hmm. completely down for the count. They manage to not only wake her up, but she is in the clown's arms with a knife to her throat, and the arms aren't going anywhere. Right. They can't get the mannequin to let go go of her i'm not afraid of clowns but i would be oh yeah after that yeah no thank you Th that would be in fact a phobia inducing situation yes never again no hmm. no hard pass yeah. um so yeah uh as they wrestle the clown the wall opens up and tully and his cult pour into the basement uh they're captured and brought to the dining room Kavanaugh runs now, though, and the and he's now a fully active haunt. And he comes across, it's not Sarah. I want to say it's the girl who gets chained up in the basement. It is. Okay. Yeah. He's running through the full haunt going 100%. Mm -hmm. 
and runs into Sacrifice Girl. Yeah. Completely normal on the phone with her mom. And she even looks at him and puts a finger up like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to you in a second. Yeah. As she's talking to her mom. Um, and she's discussing her nerves regarding the haunt, but not to worry. No, mom, I already told you. I'm dead already. He took us to hell and Mitchell's coming with us. And <laughs> as she's talking, her voice is distorting into some shit demon madness. And then I call it a nitro blaster. I feel like as soon as she says that, the whole movie goes on nitro blast. Oh, yeah. They hit that button. It's fast and the furious. And now we are going 100 miles per hour, yeah. which is exactly how I felt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That, that was that is probably like of all the chilling and like sk- creepy, scary shit. That is the that is the the one that like I feel the fire under my ass. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh fuck no. Right. <laughs> just go. Just jump out a window. Do something. Mm-hmm. Um he wakes up in the dining room and we discover dun da 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 the guy from city government, Andrew Tasselman, on Morning Mysteries, was actually Tully the whole time. Oh my god. Twist. Right. Uh, conducting and luring all of them to the Abaddon. We also get a quick nibble regarding Russell Wynn, Insomnia, and the Abaddon tapes, which right. are all foreshadowing for the next one and the TV series. Right. Um, let's see. Oh, in the dining room, Molly and Jess are tied to chairs, and Tully explains his evil scheme. <laughs> he explains... <laughs> that the hotel has never been closed. His mass suicide was just a grand relaunch as they collect souls for hell. Diane is at the piano, Alex and Mac at the table. Tully tells Kavanaugh he must choose between himself and the ladies who gets to leave. Then kills Molly because the perpetually scared make for the best guests to narrow it down for Kavanaugh. Right. We don't see him choose, but Jess screams and is quickly silenced. Q. We're back in the interrogation room. I know we? we are, but I'm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm reading my notes, mm. and I just got stepped up, caught up with what I was saying here. We go back to the interrogation room, um, and she finally tells them that she was attacked at the Abdon, um, and she also reveals that she's a Sarah Havel duplicate. She's yeah, pretty much a demon, whatever. The camera yeah. dude walks so, by the camera. You get demonic face. He walks by again. She looks normal again. So did Mitchell choose himself? Is that what happened? No. Um, yeah. my guess is well, I feel like Mitchell cho- chose himself. I don't. She got to leave. Mm, but Sarah she's didn't. Sarah. Yeah. She didn't technically leave. I don't think she's that something for the police to send more people in. I don't think exactly. that Jess left. I think that they killed her. Yeah, I, th- I think she's a ghost. I think that's what he means by letting them leave. Oh. And that he oh, is in I the portal. See. Oh, sneaky, <sighs> sneaky. I like that. It's like, all right. Because well, I don't think he got out yeah, alive. Yeah, you don't, you don't no. have to be here forever, but you got to tell people to come in. Sort of yeah. like send in replacements for yourself thing. Yeah. You're a smart cookie. Arsene. That's what I think. Hmm. You're a bright cookie. <laughs> um. 
Within the credits, we get tape of the original Hell House crew meeting at a diner to discuss moving the haunt to Abaddon. And that is the end of the tale. Hmm. So sh- shall we talk about the news crew and the, hey, this person this, that was actually literally here 30 seconds ago called 10 seconds ago and said they couldn't make it? Yeah, that yeah. does happen at the end. Yeah. Right. Um, that was Alex, right? What? No. It was Richard Tasselman. It was Tully. It was Tully, right. Okay. So Tully um, caused a car accident. accident. Right. To stop the real Tasselman so he could be Tasselman on the TV show. Right. Gotcha. And he probably also halted phone calls until Mm -hmm. he was out. Almost certainly. Probably, yeah. Except for Jessica's because he has been sending her stuff. Right. Right. Yes. Um, So that is is the, the tale of Hell House 2. Uh, the Abaddon Hotel. I got to tell you, um, this one is actually a little more palatable for me, even though it took me like five times to actually watch the whole thing. Uh, and it's probably because there's more of the outside stuff happening. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're telling a tighter story with the inner circle. Mm-hmm. So you're not, as kind of all over the place, the way that found footage movies tend to get, it's more like a new show. It's more like Mm -hmm. um, a documentary, which makes it easier for me to swallow. Mm -hmm. So this for me is actually a better movie than the first one. Um, It's it's still not great. Mm -mm. Still not a great movie. Um, But no, it, it bringing it, trying to build the universe as it were with those outside tapes, with the people that are, you know, just convinced that the Abaddon hotel hotel is this, you know, f- horrific thing and they need to document it for the world. Um, you know, like your Instagram in, uh, influencers and your Facebook people and, you know, people that want to be internet famous going to this place saying I'm in this amazingly haunted place and here something horrible happens, you know, um, because we have those new stories because we can look at those for a little while and take a break from the general tedium that is a standard found footage film. Right. It just makes it easier to watch for me. I don't know why this is my favorite out of the three. It might be just, like, as I like read this and, and saw how it broke down, it might just come down to um, the, the <laughs> gags, the haunt, like the, the, the scary moments, like yeah. just <laughs> them stand alone on their own they all are very satisfying and pleasing to me. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of, I I feel like I get more creep for my my dollar yeah. with this one. Um, mm. We also didn't mention when they were holed up in the room, what happened when the lights went out there. When um, What's-His-Face goes, sleep sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the better scares. Yeah. I'll give it that's that. when Molly disappears. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't mention the sleep sweet bit. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like, um, ultimately the, the scares get me more in this one. Um, I, I, I personally really love the, the talking on the phone, like, no mom, I told you I'm already dead. Like that whole mm-hmm. thing. Just, oh, God, the slow creep of the spine to just 
fire under the ass, get the fuck yeah. out energy. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I just think that's, that's incredible. Yeah, that was one of those, like, I'm going to Wiley Coyote out of this wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, damn. I mean, and, and that's something that I appreciated from it because... Yeah. In, in most found footage films, you do have that nitro moment. Mm. You do have the, oh my God, this is where everything falls apart and we got to get the fuck out. And mm -hmm. of course we don't. Mm -hmm. So, um, but the way they did it, the mm. way they built up to that, even with all of these little, you know, ex damn it. <laughs> uh, um, even when they have more stories to tell mm -hmm. that are around the main story, when we're in the main story, it seems like a tighter story. And there's not so much, ah, 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 screaming for no reason, ah, running for no it's, it's all very deliberately paced mm -hmm. this time around. And because it's a shorter piece, ultimately, yeah, you know, it works better. I also appreciate, I think that they, when they, when they did Hell House LLC... I think that Stephen Cognetti had the plan through the Abaddon tapes already in his head. Mm -hmm. He already, and he already had a backstory for everything, a whole reason why, when he was going to address them in the course of these movies that he hoped to make, mm -hmm. you know, and you start to see it in the second one, especially with the Win media group. Right. The, right. and the, there's definitely a lot more foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. The world building in the second one world is building. better. That's mm -hmm. what I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You, you really see mm -hmm. that. I think they succeed way better than like paranormal activities did. Yeah. Mm. I get, I get a very strong feeling from paranormal activity. If I didn't know anything else, if I was just, just didn't know anything about the, the story behind creating those movies, mm -hmm. they made paranormal activity and that was it. And then it became a big hit. And they're like, mm -hmm. okay, now we need to get yeah, a right. backstory built. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Hell House, I think Cognetti went in and just said, this is my story in my head. If I only get to make the one, so be it. Mm -hmm. But I have the, I know it. Right. You know, and he's gotten the chance to move forward and tell the, the whole arc here. Th this does actually seem like a more stable story than the entirety of the paranormal activity series yeah i have never gotten the satisfaction that i've wanted out of paranormal activity i'm always hoping for it and i mm. never quite get it the most i've ever gotten is um the quote-unquote spinoff one the marked ones mm -hmm. that that's the only one that's given me any small sense of Okay, this is the mythology. Right. You know, this is this is why this is happening and why these women do this. Mm -hmm. And so whereas paranormal activity has never really gave given me a nice big bite of mythology, mm -hmm. Hell House gives it to me in it in a nice even flow. Right. Um I would say that the third one coming up, we get a we get a decent. I mean, not decent. I mean, we we get an ending. Yeah. We get a a you know like a, a nice a tie up. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of a bow, but there's still tons of room for more to go forward. Mm -hmm. um, and Hell House, I think, is a great transitional movie between the first and the third. 
to get that bow. Yeah. Yeah. I think we needed, it needed to be a trilogy ultimately mm -hmm. to really have a nice arc to everything. Yeah. There's a lot that happens in the third that I wish, and I know that you are going to know what I'm talking about. There's a lot that they show in the third that I wish they had shown in the first and second. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the third yet, so I can't speak to that. But You'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you watch it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would have been even better. Mm -hmm. Like it would have made the pay. The, it would have made three better yeah. than it was. Yeah. Um. And, and this movie is not a perfection. I'm not going to stand up for this. You right. know, it's, I, I know it's. It like, has its issues. It's yeah. got, it's got issues. It's got, you know, 40 year old teenagers and right. you know, some other things, but ultimately, you know, it's, I don't know what it is about this series that really is just like, I'll put that on in the background while I cross stitch, you hmm. know, I'll, I'll watch that again. I'll watch it again. Why not? It's yeah. probably because I'm waiting to see another thing that I missed. Like right. I had not seen creepy white face bitch yeah. until yesterday. Hmm. So hmm. like, it's like, I, I want to watch Haunting of Hill House again. Just like mm -hmm. watch for all the ghosts. Uh, that thing is, uh, there's so much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like it, the, the Haunting of Hell House kind of went the other way for me. Like, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Loved every second of it. But, like, it doesn't inspire me to look for all the ghosts because I'm like, there's too many. I'm never doing this. I'm never going to catch them all. <laughs> this is not Pokemon. <laughs> I've never even caught all the Pokemon. So, I mean, yeah, it's a thing. So, are we ready for ratings, kids? I think so. Okay, okay. So, tight little episode here. I'm good at that. Um, st still don't like this movie. It's... Again, like the first one, marginally better than a lot of other found footage movies that are out there. Um, it's even marginally better than the first one, but it's still a found footage movie to me. That is more found footage than mockumentary. If it had struck that balance, I would have been fine. I would have been fine. You know, if you're going to do that strike a balance, there was still too much found footage for, for me to found footage as found footage for me to really enjoy this give me more framing you know because yes you're doing a decent job you know in the realm of a found footage movie and in you know building a mockumentary around it and giving us the world building that goes with it and it's fine um but it's still more cheap filmmaking to me and that that's ultimately why i don't like found footage movies i get cheap filmmaking I do. I really do. And it's hilarious. But don't give me cheap filmmaking and try to pass it off as something artistic. And that's that's what I have a problem with. Um, I'm also just more than a little stoned right now. Um, ultimately, this is, again, going to get a two out of five um, blinks in a basement. That's what it's going <laughs> to get. So anyway, who's next? think i'm up um yeah i fucking love this movie like we've like we have said it is not perfect it certainly has flaws but i i think as a sequel it's well done it expands on the first one while incorporating parts of it 
Right. Um, it does set up the trilogy in a, in a lot of ways, which is important. Like I, I don't like when trilogies try to make each thing stand alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like there to be tie-in between all of them. And I think that this one, while each story can stand on its own, it, each one complements every other one. Right. Um, there's a lot of scares in the background that they never really mention, So it's, there's always something to find. Um, I am also a sucker for a haunting movie. This is a known thing. Yeah. Um, and I generally enjoy found footage movies. I, I think that to, to counter Bob's point, I think, yes, there are definitely absolutely situations where found footage has been cheap filmmaking, but to write it off as a, as just cheap filmmaking, I think is unfair. I think that there's always in any medium going to be something along that lines, but I think that this when it is not used just for cheap filmmaking and not that, um, not that even that's inherently bad. Um, but I, I think that it is a different way of telling a story. It gives you a different perspective. Oh, and, and again, like I've said, there are some found footage movies that I absolutely enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I don't necessarily care for the genre as a whole, uh, like as above, so below. Mm-hmm. is yeah, you know, it's this retelling of the inferno and it's kind of fantastic and people just don't get it um which is why it didn't do great mm. but i'm like i perfectly understand this movie why <laughs> you guys have yeah. a problem with it so but i mean i just find that more often than not mm-hmm. with a found footage movie it's the cheap filmmaking to me so you know I, and and to me the exceptions are when it's done well so this is still, you know, in this, in the grand scheme of found footage movies, this is one of the better ones for me. Mm-hmm. So, but it's still not a great movie to me. Um, I really like that. They kind of bounce around with the TV shows that this world uses like morning mysteries, um, like what Jessica and Molly work for, whose name I can't remember. I'm moderately sure that they say The it. Inside, I think is what they call it. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend this movie. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, four out of five uh, surprise floating nooses. <laughs> <laughs> is it niece? Noose <laughs> <laughs> <Is it> eye. <laughs> I think it would be N-E-E-S-E probably is it niece (laughs) I almost had everything written she was writing it sideways kids it was great upside down and sideways for her niece um she bought um she bought alright okay Uh, so grab that use that um anyway um yeah i uh i was surprised when i heard they made a second one and then i got it when i watched it i saw that the dude like i said had a had a through line he had a plan 
this is like a whole world in his head. And I personally am down to see all of it. Um, I, you know, it, once again, I, it's not the best movie in the world. Uh, neither is the first one, neither is the third one. But for some reason, whatever it may be, I tend to at least watch two at a time, if not all three. Mm. I, yesterday I watched three after two mm. immediately. It just, it, I don't know what it is because it's not gripping to me. It's not um, terrifying to me. Um, it's not like it's got funny bits that like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is about these movies, but I just thoroughly enjoy them. And I'll just sit and watch them over and over again. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what I'm probably going to end up giving all of them the same rating, which is three out of five. Uh, let's call this three out of five um, legs on the stairs. Mm. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, it, yeah, I, it, they're, they're just an, they're just a nice chill movie series to watch for me that's cool i mean yeah. you like what you like it's yeah. all good you know i i may rant because that's my job here but you know i ultimately i can't tell people what to like or what not to like they're yeah. gonna disagree with me anyway and you know what it's all oh, it's cool man some it's people cool. love halloween three some people hate it right right now it, it's the same movie regardless yeah pretty much yeah 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 so anyway, <laughs> now, um, now again, this one's not bad. It's not great. It's not bad. You know, give it a watch. This is, you know, decide for yourself time. I'm not going to go off on found footage because I actually did not hate it. I just, it's not like it. a Bigfoot girl. It's it's I'll tell big, you that. Oh, okay. I want to talk about this for a second. Oh God. Uh, two things first, uh, regarding hell house LLC two, mm -hmm. um, because we didn't mention this. I don't know how. Uh, two and three are Shutter exclusives. Oh yes. All right. Yes. Um, they're actually Shutter originals. Also. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, just wanted to bring that up. Fun fact. That's where you can find them. Cool. But fucking Bigfoot girls. So. Mm. I was so ready to like go into this and just be kind of giggly the whole time. Mm. I had so we do this thing <laughs> on Friday at work where we'll watch bad movies. Currently, we're watching the FP2 Beats of Rage. <gasps> Not a bad movie. Okay. But, right. <laughs> um, but, like, we've watched, uh, there's a, a film called Twin Sitting. Don't watch it. Uh, it's on, It's just on YouTube. It's, it's, it's about, like, twin bodybuilders or wrestlers who have to babysit these two other twins. Like, it's, it's bad. Wait, is it, like, like late 80s, early 90s, the dudes had long hair? Yes. Oh, my God. Those two were so fucking popular for a long time. I do not know why. Oh my god, they just had this string of awful twins. Yeah, like in the movie, like they're supposed to be these these like hyper Italians, but like mm -hmm. they forget that they're supposed to have an accent for like eighty five percent of the movie. <laughs> yeah. um, their whole motivation is to get like ten thousand dollars to open an Italian restaurant. No. Like none of it makes sense. Um, but so we watch, we watch bad movies on Fridays and I was like, you guys, Bigfoot girl, we have to. And like, everyone was on board because we love laughing at this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's I had time. to leave. Oh my God. Like it, it was so bad 
that I had to leave. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, the it, sound was all fucked up. Like, the, the, the main girl who uh-huh. talks is super quiet. The background just, like... So, they go and meet a guy in the woods. Because, of course, they do. Of course. And and Beardy McLumberjack is talking. And his <laughs> volume is normal. The girl's super quiet. The just generic nature noise around them, super loud. So, like, nothing is intelligible. Oh, then they're on a boat. I don't know why. Nothing is good. <laughs> like... <laughs> Couldn't, couldn't fix this in post, could you guys? Like, okay, this is what I don't understand. Because, like, I have so many friends that have been in so many horror movies. Yeah. And they don't get distribution. Hmm. Like, my 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 best friend, Michael Keane, I'm shouting you out, my love. Um, he's in this movie called Zombie Killer's Elephant Graveyard. Okay? Those you, are words. Yeah. You can rent it. You can buy it on Amazon. Uh-huh. You know, like, it... It got that far, mm-hmm. but it never got to like Hulu or Netflix yet. Yeah, it right. may, right? You know, it's d- it's been out for like five years. You know, yeah. eventually maybe it'll get it'll get like picked up with a like a, a ton of horror movies like it in the arm. You know, yeah. you mm-hmm. want this movie, you got you get these ten movies with it or whatever it yeah. is. Right. That can't get distribution. It's got Billy Zane in it. It's got um. D. Wallace in it. Mm-hmm. It's got Felissa Rose in it. Like these names, and it can't get distribution yet. Something like Bigfoot Girl is on Hulu. <laughs> what the? Amazon f- Prime. Fuck. It's on Amazon Prime too. Jesus oh. Christ. Like, what is going on with people? I have no idea. Um, I do know that much like books, there are films that just self distribute on Amazon exclusively. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, part of the deal that's with that. My book yeah. is published through Amazon. Right. Therefore, I cannot have it published anywhere else. But or B. Harrison like Smith, the creator of Zombie Killers, um, I, like, because I, I sat with Michael as he, you know, like, he updated me on, like, what, where it was going to right. and everything. Mm-hmm. He was, he looked for distribution. And um, he did the one... It's got Kane Hodder in it. Death House. De- oh, yeah. Death House. Yeah. Death House. He did that. And that got on Netflix. Yeah. Mm. Terrible. It's, it's, it's real bad. It's real bad. I have watched. I, because, I, like, so bad, we're not going to review that one. Yeah. Like, I'm, and I'm not saying that Michael's movie's fucking Shakespeare, but it's better than Death House. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's got... You know, j- just as many legit people. Yeah. Freaking D. Wallace and Felissa Rose are in Death House. So what? Right. Is, what, what? I don't. I am confused. <coughs> um. But yeah, it just it baffles me. Yeah. Like Bigfoot Girl, that bitch. You know she thinks she is the shit. Oh, she is a legit the, the like filmmaker now. The in her like mind. fifteen minutes that I was able to sit through the movie. Yeah, no, she comes across like. I won't say that she comes across cocky because she doesn't, but she does come across like really confident. Like she's like, my life has been leading up to this. This is what I want. And I'm doing it. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, I get it. Slightly related. Quick shout out to Michelle Antuano for mm-hmm. live scream is now on various streaming services. Yay! Yay! Congratulations. We love you, Michelle. Yay. 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 So, 
Okay. But yeah, this. I'm done talking about this movie, and I don't want to talk about the next one, but we're gonna. Yeah, we are. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, kids, if you need to contact us, lay eggs in our brain, strand us in a uh, basement freezer. A basement freezer. Yes, those were words that almost were said. And then we're said because I'm Bob. Um, email us at bob at candycoderazor.com. You can catch us on the web at candycoderazor.com. Find us on Facebook, uh, searching for Candy Coated Razor Blades. You can find us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash candycoatedrazor. And leave our fucking Twitter alone. Wait. Instagram at CCRB underscore podcast. I'm RC. You can come talk with me in our Discord. Talk to me about other found footage horror movies. Talk to me about witness clowns. Talk to me about Room 2C that you know exists in your house in a closet, but you don't know how that door got there. I'll hail the glow cloud with you, <laughs> Full night veil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I need to talk now. <laughs> my, my name is Stephanie. You can find me pretty much anywhere. Stephanie Hayslip or Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. And uh, yeah, I just posted a picture of my tiny wonky cat in her Wonder Woman dress because <laughs> she's named after Diana of the Mascara. So I am that person. Yay, wonky cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch this next movie. All right, kids, bye. 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 <laughs>